Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things, too. Here we go. Yeah, I feel like Pop-Tart s'mores are the best iteration of, like, mass-produced s'more. Mm Mm-hmm. Outside uh, of just the tr- the homemade graham crackers with chocolate. Yeah, and, and in some ways, I would say it's even superior to that because of the um, no muss, no fuss. Yeah, the 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 homemade ones with the with the whether you're making them on a fire or or a microwave, they're real hard to eat. Oh, see, I've never made them in the microwave. I make them in. Um, oh yeah, on the stove. Or the something. stove. Yeah. yeah, you hold them over the fire. If you have a gas stove, you can just like cook it to yeah. like a big campfire, make it huge, mm-hmm. and uh, burn your house down. Yeah, but then you got s'mores. But then you got s'mores, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you can eat them till the fire department gets there. It's delicious. Well, I feel like we should open this week's show by explaining why we didn't have a last week's show. Um, we didn't do a pre-WrestleMania show because the world was simply too much for us. Yeah, the world was simply too... In 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 protest, we didn't... No, it just was too much. Uh, we you were, you had some work to do on Sunday night. I had some work to do on Sunday night. And I had... Uh, some open mics to go to on Monday night. Do we, do, so uh, there were some things happening last Sunday night that I had to cover for work that were yeah, very in, stressful. In many and, ways, a WrestleMania of a different kind. Yeah, and kept me up until three in the morning. And, uh, and there was, as we say at that WrestleMania, uh, the Oscars, I mean, there was a, a bit of a shoot. <laughs> there was a shoot at the Oscars, mm-hmm. not this, a shooting, but this, a wrestling yeah. shoot. This is This is my joke about it. Oh boy. I've, I've heard of a film shoot, but this is ridiculous. About the Will Smith, uh, you know, maybe that would have hit better last week if we'd done a show on Monday. Yeah, um, probably or Tuesday or whenever. Yeah, the hell I we mean, film this. Technically, we don't know how it's going to hit because our listeners are not here. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I guess it would have hit with me more. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, but I like, think I did tell you last week. So this is oh, also probably the second or third. Wow. Time. Oh, God. Okay. Um, look, let's just move on quickly. Okay, let's move on as quickly <laughs> as possible. No, we... Um, yeah, so we didn't uh, have time to record an episode last week, and that's within our rights because we don't get paid for this. Yeah, it's in our contract. This is this is basically an activity we do as a couple. Mm-hmm. Some couples, like, play golf. Some couples go, like, apple picking. Some couples, like, do crime we yeah. have a little wrestling podcast that we do once a week right. together. There's Bonnie and Clyde. There's like a basic apple picking couple. And then there's, <laughs> I don't know, uh, what, uh, happy, a uh, third idea. Can happy, you think of a third what was idea? His name? Happy. What? From the movie. Happy, happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Gilmore and his girlfriend. I guess. Oh maybe, yeah. Maybe they okay. golf together. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Um, so anyway, we, we hope to continue this on a regular cadence, but sometimes life comes at you fast and no one could have predicted, um, Hollywood's version of a Capitol riot that was last weekend. Yeah. Nobody really could have predicted it. Um, one of the most famous and successful movie stars having in the world, having just a total two American institutions, (laughs) two American institutions just forever forever you know yeah forever it's always fun further when you realize who's willing to do what in what setting <laughs> yeah know? that was weird we're yeah. we're an anti-slap household yeah just so you know yeah we're, yeah we're pretty anti-slap but i do find it i think in some ways 
you know, and this kind of brings us into WrestleMania because I was thinking about this. I feel like WrestleMania night two, which mm-hmm. I saw some of, but yes. not all of. Wow. Um, yeah. Huge news for our listeners. Yeah, I'm slightly you. informed they got this you. episode, but um, I feel like night two of WrestleMania was an excellent, like punctuation mark at the end of a, of a week of slap discourse. Along mm. with the Grammys. I was watching the Grammys last night mm-hmm. because for work I had to. And the Grammys were excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the performances really rocked and it was just a cool... Sounds like sounds like the Oscars were more of the normal WWE show where it's probably bigger, <laughs> but kind of a mess and it's insane. And then the Grammys are more of the AEW where I was like, this is like also a high level production, but yeah. just like really well put together and people care. And yeah. It's fun. And nobody flipped out. Yeah. Like everybody came and seemed to have fun and yeah. like was into it. And that like, absolutely sounds like a very clear WWE, AEW. Uh, yeah. 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 So it was like uplifting to watch the Grammys because you're like, Oh, when things go right, these, these award shows can be quite sweet. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we should start, with wrestlemania i guess or did you want to start somewhere else um i will because i only saw like a few minutes of night two of wrestlemania because i just watched we might as well just jump right into wrestlemania because well we can do wrestlemania weekend wrestlemania weekend as opposed to wrestlemania weekday well i'll leave it up to you do you want to start with wrestlemania or do you want to start with other shows that weekend that led up to wrestlemania that may not be related to it yeah okay let's do other shows and wrestlemania will be our big finale okay so uh the first show that i watched this weekend was roh supercard of honor which was their first show back since their hiatus where everybody thought they were gonna go out of business but then tony khan bought them yeah and so they're back um so this is their first big show their first uh, really big show <laughs> yeah edit that out uh but we um but we we were back uh and it was it was a fun show it was a weird like it still felt like their recent ring of honor shows like it was the same commentary everything looked the same a lot of the same people were there but it felt there was more energy to it and there were a bunch of AEW people that were on the card which was cool um and it was it was good to see that some people have a job still Dalton mm-hmm. Castle was still there. Oh, good. Um, so that your, was good. Your, your former classmate. My fellow uh, SUNY Brockportian. Um, and uh, it, yeah, it was a good show. Um, the FTR versus Briscoe's Tag Team Championship FTR? match. FTR? FTR was, there used to be the Revival in WWE. They were a tag team. Oh. And then they left WWE and they went to AEW and I they've been wrestling. So it's F- I, oh, FDR. I, I thought it, yeah, I thought it stood for Franklin Telenor or Roosevelt. Frank, I, I, I always in my head refer to them as Franklin Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, um, I guess yours is more correct. No, I right? guess. I mean, either one. I mean, well, wasn't there an actual Franklin Theodore Roosevelt? Maybe, but well, there was Franklin Delano Roosevelt and there's yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. They were yeah. two separate presidents. Okay. It's I just think funny thought... in my head to just combine their names because the initials sound that way. Yeah. It's just a joke for me. It's not. No, it's fine. Yeah. I liked Franklin Telano Roosevelt. That's also I good, mine. where it's like somebody just misheard, and they're yeah. like, well, we already printed it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we That's have to my... just go with it. That's my joke. That's what they told. Uh, but maybe that was FTR's real name, but they just printed it wrong with the Delano, because they were like, what is that anyway? Um, okay. <laughs> um, so anyway. Leave the jokes to me, funny oh boy. boy. But he... Uh, so yeah, FTR uh, <laughs> was there. But FTR was there. They used to be there... 
Their name now isn't really like super defined. It could be formerly the revival. Sometimes it is fuck the revival. Mm, um, that's dirty. Yeah. So it's a couple different things, but it's FTR. They're a tag team. They're the AAA World Tag Team Champions. They've held every tag team title in WWE. They uh, are former AEW tag team champions. And so they were facing the Briscoes, who are like a Ring of Honor institution, and they've been around forever. And they're managed by Lenny Briscoe, famous law and order detective. Yeah. Um, He's on the case. There's also a famous Briscoe family, Jack and Jerry or Gerald Briscoe, that are like old. um, Old who? Old wrestlers. Oh, old wrestlers. Yeah. Jack Briscoe is dead. Jerry, Gerald Briscoe is still alive. He was worked for WWE for a oh. long time. Uh, but they have no relation to these guys. Their name isn't really Briscoe. Um, actually, their real last name is Pew, like Florence Pew. Is it Pew, not Puh? <laughs> it's Puh. Florence Puh. I keep thinking it's Puh. Puh. When I see it, I think Puh. Puh. I mean, maybe that's how she pronounced it. They pronounce it Pew. So I just assume she pronounces it the same way. No, I'm sure it's not Puh. Florence Puh. I'm sure it's not <laughs> Puh. Because, uh, what is it? It's pug. Ugh. Pug. Pug. Sorry, Florence. Um, pug. But they're, they're there. Anyway, it was like a big kind of dream tag team match because it's two of the you know best, most beloved tag teams or whatever of the last, uh, or, you know, well-reviewed, I guess, tag teams of the last little bit. Um, and they are... Uh-oh. I You're, know, I got he got that. timed yeah. out of his computer. Yeah, sorry. Um, but they are, uh, it was a great match and you should absolutely watch it. FTR versus the Briscoes, big time match. This was, uh, probably could have been the main event of the show, but I understand why it wasn't because the main event was, um, the ring of honor world championship match. So Bandito was the ring of honor world champion back in December, Uh but he got COVID. So he had to not be there for the, the final battle uh which yeah. is the name of the pay-per-view and so jonathan gresham had a title shot but instead they vacated the championship and jonathan gresham faced jay lethal for uh the original ring of honor world championship belt and he won that and he's been considered the roh world champion but then bandito has been running around with his like newer belt uh and there's been like they were like who's the world champion over so mm-hmm. they had a unification match which was also great and i highly recommend uh, so that was kind of a big enough deal, I think, that with that that should main event over the over the tag team title match. But um, I'm good. But that happened. So that match was great. You should check out both those matches. Um, and uh, then at the end of the the pay per view, it was a big surprise because Jay Lethal turned heel. Jay Lethal, who's was, was in AEW and is a classic ROH guy, and then he was given some guff to Jonathan Gresham, who was like one of his like um, you know, proteges, and then. Samoa Joe made his triumphant return to Ring of Honor because Jay Lethal was his protege back in mm. the mid-2000s. And so he kind of got him away from Jonathan Gresham and saved the day. And Joe, Samoa Joe is apparently now signed to AEW and he's going to be appearing in AEW. He's going to be on Dynamite this Wednesday. And I guess he's probably going to also do some shows for ROH because it's all Tony Khan now. A thrilling but I, but development I, for yeah. our favorite wrestler slash Girl Scout cookie. Exactly. Um, he's If you don't know Samoa Joe, he's a giant caramel and uh coconut cookie yeah um he's delicious but don't eat him because Mm -hmm. he it hurts him yeah um but he's uh he's back it's great it's a big development (laughs) that samojo is back and uh but it really felt cool that roh is back it had some new energy in it it's cool for the uh the aw guys to be there 
And I like that it feels like two different companies still. Mm-hmm. So it's like how WWE has Raw and SmackDown, but it feels more like how WWE has like WWE and NXT. So it I almost see. feels like different. And it's I think it's good, but they should they should stick to having the the crossovers be like sort of minimal so that it's important. Um, but they can use ROH to to showcase people that aren't on AEW to bring up new people. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about the future of Ring of Honor. Okay, I'll let them know. Thank you. Yeah, At draft the that next up meeting, me. I'm going to. I go to their meetings. You go to their meetings? I help run Ring of Honor. You go to the meetings? You I'm in the there? Ring of Honor. You're in the Ring of Honor? Yeah, the Honor one. Aww. I'm in that one. Oh. Yeah, it's huge for me. That is huge for you. I don't know how it happened. I just got an email one day. And they were like, hi, Anne. Will you join our Ring? Our Ring of Honor? And I was like, yes. That could have been a cult. I mean, it probably is fine. I mean... We wear robes and we have to do whatever the 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 seer. He's the leader of the mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. He sees the truth. He sees the future, and he's let us know that the world is going to end pretty soon. But if we all do what he says, we can go on a spaceship. I mean, honestly. Also, we do wrestling shows. Oh yeah, well that's it. that's Ring of Honor then. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the promotion. Okay, all right. I was going to say honestly, me. somebody being like, I think the world's going to end soon. Not as crazy as it used to be. <laughs> no, I feel like most places tell you that now. Yeah, they're like, you know, this is just like a weather forecast at this point. Um, yeah. But there, but that's good. That was cool. And then I watched um, Rampage, which was really fun. Keith Lee and Swerve. Whenever you Taz. say Rampage, I think of the video game. Every single time. The one time where you, you run around it. as monsters and destroy. Yes. Man, that game was fun. That was so fun. You could, you could eat like, people. Yep, and you, as they run away. Could, and yeah. also, if Rain you die. terror on the cities of man. When your char- like, if you're playing two player, when your character dies, like they become a human again and they run away. Oh, yeah. So, like, if my character dies and turns into a human, you could grab me and eat me. Oh, wow. I never yeah, played my that. My friend and I used one. to do that when we would. Play. I just played it in a more disturbing way which was by myself yeah just killing and eating people <laughs> okay um yeah so anyway continue what uh, happened on rampage, rampage was fun just like keith lee and swerve strickland there who was also an roh uh um they've been killing it against team taz really rampage has been a great show i highly recommend it um i don't want to spend too much time on it because there's so much other stuff to talk about but yeah rampage has been really good there was other stuff that happened that i can't remember off the top of my head but really great um i'm sure it was good even though you can't even think of it uh i also watched uh the nxt stand and deliver uh, whoa i guess it was like maybe the second nxt like pay-per-view since nxt 2.0 started where was the audience allowed to sit down yeah they were allowed to sit down oh yeah okay yeah actually last night it was funny did they not have to deliver anything uh so I guess the audience. What are the rules of this? Stand and deliver. Why? Well, last year. Who's doing it? Last year was funny because it was two nights, so it felt like it was stand was night one and then deliver was night two. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of a fun joke for this and that, but it's really it's, it's okay. just a weird name. Again, you can rely on me for the jokes. You okay, can just great. Be the information guy. Thanks, babe. Um, but there. Uh, but it was a it was an interesting show. It was like. They haven't done a lot of these, like what they used to call takeovers, mm-hmm. since they've done the 2.0 thing, the revamp. And it's been, it was an interesting, it was interesting. It was not a bad show by any means. It was the first NXT 2.0 show they've done in like an arena. 
mm. outside of because they used to do that for NXT, but then since they did the 2.0 thing, it's only been in the in like the WWE Performance Center studio, like oh, a small. Okay. It looks like a Nickelodeon studio. Yeah. Um, and now they have it in they had it in like an arena in Dallas where uh, WrestleMania was, um, and it was it was still a good show. Like it was still overall the matches were good. Uh, it still had. The main thing is what I wanted to see is I mean I, I weep for the the end of the old NXT because it was like one of the best wrestling products on the planet, but they still have clear like characters and stories and like the matches all have a purpose and there's like a reason for everything. People have motivations. Things change as time goes on, mm-hmm. and as long as that stuff happens, but it felt it still does feel very much it's like. Classic NXT kind of turned into like the new generation WWF thing of like the mid '90s, but it's still fun. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, I think, had his last NXT match. He's been there for like six years. It's time for him to go to the main WWE roster. Um, and Dolph Ziggler is still surprisingly the NXT champion. Usually reserved for like a person who's like learning or, or is, you know, but he's gone back to NXT. Mm. Um, and he beat Braun Breaker, who was like... Oh, Braun that guy Bra- sounds tough. Yeah, he's the guy who's like their big new like John Cena, Roman Reigns guy that they keep... They seem to be... And he's he's very good. He's just very like new. Mm. I think he could use... I, I'm not sure if they had him lose because he's going to go... He to needs to learn roster. to rap or grow his hair long. He yeah. wants to be mm-hmm. a John Cena or a Roman Reigns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the two Bruh. things I know. Yeah. John Cena raps and Roman Reigns, long hair. That probably is the best way. If you're gonna just pick like one or two words to describe, yeah, each of those guys, I think those are the right. Thank words. you. I you're worked welcome. hard on this. Yeah, you're really concise. You're a good writer. I'm a good writer. Me. Um, but Braun Breaker. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's going to the main roster. I mean, he's clearly pretty undeniable. But I feel like I just don't want them to like push him too fast because he's been having good matches, but he is also kind of still having like the matches everybody was annoyed with John Cena for having for like ten years, which is just like. A lot of them tend to be like, he'll be dominating at first, then the heel will like beat him for a long time. Yeah. And then he'll just like come back and win. Although the Ziggler match was not quite that. There were there was more back and forth, which was good. Um But I just want him to be in like to just because he's really only been wrestling for like I don't even know he's been wrestling for a year. And he's like very natural. What? He's very natural, he's very good. What so was he doing before that? He he's very young. He's like twenty two or something. He like just graduated college. What did he, he do? He was a football player in college. His his father college. and his uncle are one of are two like very legendary professional wrestlers who just went in the Hall oh, of Fame so this he's month. He's a nepotism baby. Well, but he's very good though. Like he's re- like he could have done this nepotism without. Nepotism babies usually are. I know that's true. But that's he, how it works. He probably could have done this on his own. But imagine he's... if you weren't a good wrestler and like all the men in your family were wrestlers. That would be so embarrassing. That's true. You're right. It's like expected for you to be good. That's true. He had, but his main thing was football, but he ended up going. Well, it's a totally different track, and I'm glad he managed to pivot. Pivot some yeah, of yeah. those. Utilize some of those skills for a vastly different uh, thing. Yeah. It is no. I'm happy for this kid. So he's. Uh, but I, I am in, in in awe that he never had to have a regular regular job. You truly know? has never had. This is probably like his first main job. I mean, I, well, I don't know. He he might have had. Well, he might have had like a you know like a kid like high school job or something. But he's never had like yeah. working in an office and working in an office and then clocking out and then going to your wrestling open mics. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's never, never had that. He's never had that hustle. I don't. God. What? No, I'm just thinking about 
wrestling open mics. Oh, and how they would work. Yeah. All right. Uh, You guys go back there and figure out what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, you'd have to bring your own opponent, I think. Yeah. It would just be like matches open, you know, you can sign up your matches. It's really just an improv jam. Yeah, I guess. Although improv jams are usually, don't they call you up individually? Yeah. BYOT, like if it's bring your own team. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, but I feel like you could also just call the match when you're having it the way that you would do an improv improv show where you just like figure it out as you go. Yeah, that seems dangerous if you're doing it with someone you haven't met before. You know what I mean? Like you don't know people's skill levels and everything. That's true, you're right. So at least if people are bringing their own opponents, the risk is contained yeah, uh, and those people. What a great of, line in a disaster movie! The, the risk, risk is contained. It's the line that happens right before the risk is not at yes, all contained. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. The risk is contained. Oh God, no! Yeah, and then the lava comes back. It's my favorite thing about the Jurassic Park movies, which you know are my favorite movies, mm-hmm. is like at the beginning where they're like, "That can't happen," and those fences are great. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you know that everything they say in the first act of a Jurassic World movie is how they're going to die later. Oh yeah, it's Chekhov's fence. They wouldn't mention. Yeah, the fences are electric. Yeah, they wouldn't. Oh, mention guess what doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. They wouldn't. Yeah. Um, we should do an episode that's just about Jurassic Park, where I'm, where we reverse roles. Well, if our listeners want that, they should reach out to us because I don't want to betray their trust. That's true. In case this is their main. I can source say of that news. our. Uh, Maybe one listener is would be into it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. You know. Maybe we will when Dominion comes out in June. Okay. Yeah. We'll dedicate we some little, time to it. We don't need to park. do a whole episode on it. Okay. Well, maybe we'll um, do it instead. Of, we'll just do it as Anne's Anne's corner. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it as Anne's, Anne's dinosaur corner. corner. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So, but NXT was still still a good show. It's still yeah. everybody was trying. Everything was good. The only thing that really was sad. Mm-hmm. Was Gunther or Gunther? So they announce him as Gunther, and he yells at them if they call him Gunther. But all of the commentators call him Gunther. But it just was like I—he's—I don't want to like body shame anybody or anything. But he is one of the only people I've ever seen who looks like less healthy now that he's healthier. Because mm. Walter was always like kind of stocky, yeah. But he looked like imposing, and he mm-hmm. would just beat the shit out of people, and he was like a monster. Mm-hmm. But then now he's like much more like he's obviously working on his like cardio and he's lost weight and you can see he's like got mm. more muscle definition and stuff but he just looks like smaller and weirder and like he just doesn't look as tough anymore i don't know it's just i think he's just going through an awkward period because he's trying to get in better shape or whatever which is fair is um, he trying to get in better shape or does he have a drug problem maybe that's it but he he just seemed really people s- do lose weight with those you know that's true but he just seemed really sad in the match and like Walter's matches were always like a highlight. They were like some of the best matches I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And they're very intense. And like, there's a lot of attention to detail. And this was just like the type of match he's probably going to have on main WWE TV, which is just like, it was fine, but it was like clearly way toned down and much simpler. And it seemed like there was a lot less passion in it. And he, uh, um, they, they've just taken away everything about it. They changed his name. He used to have, this classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? Dvorak? It's the, I have I, no idea. It's, it's this... Dun, 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 oh, I know that one. Yeah, it's that song. Dun, dun, dun. That was always his music, and everybody loved it. People would sing along with it. It looked badass and everything. Yeah. And then they 
have taken it away now and he's got like some weird like fake sort of classical thing with like a techno beat to it and it just doesn't mm-hmm. and it sounds like they're trying to like make it sound like that song without using that song uh and wcw used to do this all the time they would have like diamond Dallas page had like fake ripped off nirvana music because mm-hmm. they didn't want to pay for it yeah but the funny thing is this song is like very much public domain uh, <laughs> there's no reason to do that with this but they just have taken away his music and it's like it really stifled his like reaction and stuff because people don't know it's him now and it just really mm-hmm. it just it's just bizarre when they take away they already have somebody who's successful and they just like take it off the gunther thing i guess they were just trying to like own his trademark for his name you could have found a name that's less stereotypical, mm. but uh, but the music thing is really unforgivable, and it's just like it's. Yeah. I don't know if he is sad or if I'm just projecting this onto him, but it all just seems very sad, and I'm just I just you think wish he deserves better. I think he deserves better. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, honestly, and mm. he just is uh, not being. It just it just seems sad. It's just they just took everything away. It's also weird. Again, I'm going to say this again. They take. They put people through development. And this isn't even the main roster yet because of what mm-hmm. they do with like Pete Dunn that they've done. Like they they have this whole thing called developmental where they develop things. They develop characters and like the idea is that you're developing a character and a persona and like in your skills so that when you go to Raw and SmackDown, you're ready and you have this thing that's tested that you can use and then they can make money with it. Yeah. But what they keep doing, and again, this isn't the main roster yet, but it's basically the same thing. They will have you do all this stuff get really popular and really good at what you do and then they'll bring you to the main roster change your name change your gimmick change everything like the day that you debut so you don't even have time to like get used to it they just like Mm. change it before you go out and then now you have to start from zero on the biggest stage so it's like you're doing all this and investing all this money in developmental but then you don't use it for anything Mm -hmm. because as soon as you get out there it's just like if they were like okay you're ann clark and you're you have this is your set yep you Mm -hmm. have this this good 10 minute stand up set you're yep, going to go do. I do. Um, oh, and it's like your identity, right? Uh-huh. Um, so we're going to have that's you do the tonight show. You're going to do the tonight oh show. Oh my God, that's Aren't great. you ready to do the tonight show? Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, before you go ahead and do the tonight show, uh-huh. your name is um, uh, Gail oh. Peterson. That's oh. your name now. Oh. You actually can't do the. You know that set that you did? You've written and you've done it a million yeah. times. It's really good and uh-huh. polished. Yeah. So you can't do anything in that. What? Yeah, so you just have to, you have to do a new set now before you go out there. Um, and if, if you do bad, Uh-oh. we're going to blame you and we're going to like ruin your career. Well, that doesn't, good luck. Oh, well, that doesn't seem very fair. That's basically what, like, that's what Butch is. <laughs> I mean, that's what's Butch. Butch is, is Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, who is oh. also one of the best wrestlers in the world who has been killing it in NXT for like five years mm-hmm. goes and he debuted on the night that Biggie broke his neck mm. and he's got his little hat on his hair bun and he's they, acting like he's a different person. His name is Butch now. And at WrestleMania, he was basically scrappy do. He's just like mm-hmm. running around like a psycho, just yeah. trying to fight people. And they're like grabbing him and pulling because the two guys he's with are bigger than him. And it's just like, it's uh-huh. just bizarre. I just don't understand. Like, it's because there's no, there's no like process, you know, and there's mm-hmm. nothing. It's anyway, it's so funny that I'm shitting on them so hard as I'm about to talk about how much I liked WrestleMania. Well, we need to remember our new framework that we're working within for uh, talking about the WWE where we accept outwardly that it is bad mm-hmm. and then we simply ask ourselves did they meet the standards of their own badness man what a that's like a sounds like a cool thing about like 90s hip hop or something <laughs> did they meet the standards of their own badness it's like you gotta you know the people at work who, who review stand up specials and stuff I have recently been um, 
uh, reading stuff. They somebody somebody wrote something that resonated with me where they said like you need to be able to like um you need to be able to write about it even if you don't find it funny. So you have to be able to analyze it, you know, as to who, whether as to the craft, mm-hmm. you know, whether they, it's well crafted or not, whether or not it makes you laugh. Yeah. Or there's like a purpose to it or like, there yeah, was, there's like some you can validity tell to it. Yeah. they put thought behind it. That yeah. thought feels authentic. Um, you know, uh, but that was interesting to me to hear someone say that. And so, I am trying to figure out how we, how we apply that to WWE. That's true, I don't know, but it feels like we should. Because, well, I mean, no thought behind it and inauthentic are two yeah. very good ways to describe most WWE programming. Yeah. Or I don't even want to say no thought behind it because it's like, I know there's people there that are very talented and are trying very hard. It's mm-hmm. I think it's truly just a level of indecisiveness and like a lack of coherent process mm-hmm. that is breaking everything down to the point where everything falls apart right before it goes out. Yeah. Well, there must be, I mean, to, to, to kick us off on Re- WrestleMania, so, there must be things that are working and that do feel good. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Okay, so WrestleMania was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed WrestleMania. It was, good. it was a two-night experience. I saw it in a movie theater, which is very cool. Here's a note about movie theater wrestling. First night I went, surround sound was amazing. Felt like I was there. Everybody yeah. in the theater, there were kids there. People were just like cheering like we were at a show. People were loud and talking and it was yeah. great. Uh, second night, maybe because it was a Sunday, we had to ask the theater to turn up the sound because the surround sound was not on. Mm. But people were very quiet. Yeah. As though it was just like they were watching a movie. Do you think it's because it started quiet and that put everybody in a headspace maybe. being like, oh, we got to pay attention? Maybe it could be. And I, it's just funny because I know on this podcast before I've said you should never talk in a movie theater. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like this, under is any different. this, this is different. This is different. So I'm saying this is now as your section captain yeah. is telling you that in a movie theater, in a wrestling show, you should make noise and talk and be loud. Well, your section captain in the movie theater will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. The day of. Yeah. You know, because we send them out. Yeah, well, they will check in and they'll let you know yeah. the guidelines. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not like in wrestling you have to hear like dialogue to understand what's happening. It's exactly. almost entirely visual. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it wouldn't matter if you were talking. I mean, it might be annoying if someone right next to you was being like a dick. Or, yeah, you know, but that's the same a, as a making, wrestling if show. If someone was making a weird noise constantly. <sighs> yeah, or being like, wee, wee, wee. There was actually a guy next to us that fell asleep for a while. And Moses, uh, our friend, my friend Moses, uh, name drop, was saying that um, it's a good thing they turned the sound up because the snoring would have been distracting. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, I think any kind of like weird repetitive yeah. noise would be distracting and annoying. But. I did see, I went to see a Studio Ghibli movie one time and there was a guy that came into the theater and sat like almost right next to me with like an empty theater. Uh, and he... Um, had like luggage with him, like a bunch. He had a lot of stuff, and then uh, took out a bunch of, like a bunch of burgers, <laughs> and he ate the burgers, and then fell asleep within the first five minutes of the movie. Oh my god! I mean, sometimes you just need a place to sleep, but it was just very yeah. like. Oh yeah, he yeah. might have been unhoused. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't say anything or bother him. I just, yeah, it was just interesting. If you want to shit on somebody with a suitcase, I went to brunch a few weeks ago with a friend of mine and a guy who came in behind us with his group it was a small restaurant had a giant rolling suitcase with him <laughs> and i was like what is wrong with you <laughs> why would you do this i mean some people have back issues i guess no i mean he was clearly like that he was gonna go to the airport after brunch oh. or something but like 
I just was floored. I was like, I would have done anything besides this. Yeah. I would never have brought a giant rolling suitcase to a tiny restaurant. Yeah. I hated even having like a backpack and a small bar. Yeah. You just feel so big. Yeah. It's just so unwieldy. Yeah. Especially in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, WrestleMania was a good show. It was a, it was honestly like, this is what they do and they don't do it on purpose. But like a lot of times when WrestleMania expectations are low, the show is good. So, like, this one, I was looking at this card, and I could not have given less of a shit about, mo- like, all but, like, two, three or four matches, I think, mm-hmm. I was excited about. Um, and almost everything was fun. Now, do you think that that is colored by the fact that you did have low expectations Maybe. Maybe that is. Because it sounds like maybe when your expectations are low, WWE's quality is able to impress you. But when your expectations are high, their quality... Yeah. Reminds you why you are usually having low expectations. I think that may be what it is. Um, Because I remember WrestleMania, like, going back to 34, which was 2018. This was 38. So, 34, the card looked great. And there was, like, a kind of, like, a dream world title match and everything. And I was very excited for it. And the whole show was, like, there were a few really cool moments and some really cool things that happened. But for the most part, it was kind of a letdown. That wasn't the one you went to. No, that Jersey. was I went to the next one. Yeah, okay. Um, and 35, I actually did have pretty high expectations for a few of those matches and was pretty excited about it. And it absolutely delivered and it was a great show. Yeah, you loved 35. Long. It was too long and there was probably like, they probably should have done Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan and then like a short match and one segment. Mm-hmm. and then just done like the women's title main event because by the time like the Kofi Kingston thing was like most people were emotionally spent at that point yeah and it was like several hours into the show like that was a full show at that point anyway and then like th- at least two hours later if not more was the the main event and it was mm-hmm. just like I'm just tired at this point but yeah. overall still a great show but then 36 had the uh it was the COVID one and that oh, was actually that was really good. that was really fun because it was a they were trying they were experimenting it was because weird. they had to do and and also it was just like I kind of kind of did need like something to take. It was our the mind. only thing on that yeah. was like new and live. And it was it was like considering the circumstances, it was surprisingly really fun show. Yeah, uh, it was and real then, kooky. And um, remember when they fought their way to the roof? Well, that was a different one. I know, that was, but, that was, but that yeah, was that was great. The they were yeah, trying yeah. to do stuff like that. They did. There was a little bit diminishing returns on a lot of those things because the WrestleMania, like the Boneyard match with Undertaker and AJ Styles yeah. was so fun and ridiculous. They actually posted about that like today. They were oh, like, really? They were like two years ago today and they had an AJ and the Undertaker coming up mm-hmm. from behind with AJ, yeah. you know, um, and I was laughing because I was like, we're still talking about that. It like- was so fun and it was better than like, it was probably better than what an Undertaker like live match would have been because they can make it. Um, they can give him real magic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they can like shoot around stuff and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did that uh, incredible, like, short film, essentially, that was The Fiend versus John Cena. Oh, that yeah, was, that like, was so weird. A well-made short film. Oh, my God. That but was... it was, like, layered with so much meaning, and it was, yeah. like, it was incredible. Yeah. And then they were just, like, then, a, like, a couple weeks later, they were, like, having, like, fake ninjas show up. Like, it was just, it was very, it really, they, they kind of lost they fumbled the ball pretty fast, but mm-hmm. they did a lot of really cool stuff with that. And then last year's WrestleMania was the first one with fans again in a while. It was like a half full, and I sort of had like, I don't know if I had lowered expectations for that one, but it, it was really fun. The second yeah. night was not as good, but there was a great main event. But 
But this one I had very low expectations for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it Why was would you really say fun. you had lower because of the Brock Lesnar stuff? The Brock just... Lesnar stuff really took a lot of the wind out of my sails because Roman Reigns has been having like a career renaissance the last like two years. And he's been having this amazing run, this fantastic character stuff, these amazing, unique, like character driven, story driven matches. Mm-hmm. And he's been like on fire. And then it just feels like his whole thing has been derailed by this never ending Brock Lesnar feud. Mm-hmm. It just feels like we're required to watch it and nobody really wants to. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it was fine. They did their match in Saudi Arabia, and it was actually a good match, the one they did there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just felt like we just had to wait till WrestleMania because that's like when a big match had to happen. But it's like, could have been over six months ago. Like, we didn't need yeah. to wait this long to do this. And so it was just like, um, so that did hamper a lot of my uh, enjoyment. But a lot of it just felt like filler and stuff. But the thing is, the filler ended up delivering because the crowd was very excited because this is the first like full capacity WrestleMania and since the one I went to in 2019. Yeah. Because even last year was like, I don't know, half or, or less capacity because mm-hmm. um, it was like just coming out of COVID restrictions. Uh, and then it was, yeah, it was just people were excited and everybody kind of delivered. And then like night one was probably overall the better night because like I do think they should have had, they should have peppered some of these lesser like these smaller matches between the bigger matches mm-hmm. so you can like cool down you know how yeah. like a host at a stand-up show comes up yeah. and like kind of resets the energy a little bit um like it, it would have been nice but i did have some friends point out that they the smaller matches kind of built really well to the like the first big match and then once the big match happened everything after that was pretty much good yeah uh or honestly the night one it was everything after the first really great match was pretty great for the most part um and right. then and then the second night was a little different but it was still good um but i might as well just like run through the card real quick because this will probably be the best way to to address sure these things i will try to get through everything relatively quickly until i get to the stuff i want to talk more about so there was oh so well, this is a bummer to start on um so the first match was the usos defending their smackdown tag team titles against chinsuke nakamura and his guitar player rick boogs Rick Boobs. Boobs. I wish it was Boobs. It was uh, his name in NXT was, I believe, Eric Bugenhagen. Eric Bubenhaven. Yeah, Eric Bubenhaven. These huge boobs. That was his gimmick. Um, no, but I he. Uh, then they shortened it to Rick Boogs when he got to the main roster, and he's been great. He's been like re-energizing Shinsuke Nakamura, who is fantastic, but it's kind of in like almost a retirement phase of his career because he used to have these like brutal New Japan matches and now he's like kind of, I think he's just like having fun just being here and like having like lesser intense matches. Um, But they had a tag team title shot and unfortunately at one point Boogs, who is a big jacked guy, had the both Usos on his back and he was like lifting them. He was going to squat them. Uh-oh. And then he went down. His <gasps> knee gave, or his, like his leg seemed to give out and he fell. Uh-oh. And, uh, and he was like clutching it and he it looked like it could have been and then nakamura had to work the rest of the match himself and it seemed like they kind of wrapped it up a little fast Mm -hmm. and i also thought maybe that they might win but um but that i don't know but then they updated us later and said that uh boogs had torn his quad his quadricep muscle and another like tendon which is a pretty brutal injury actually triple h famously has torn both of his quads and was out for like a year each time now your quads are I think they're in your um in your thigh, I believe. I love us. Yeah. I think what is a quad? Hmm. It's in your okay. leg. 
maybe in a part of her legs. Um, <laughs> Quad muscles. Yeah, they're in your like they're in your thighs. Okay. Oh, your front thighs. Ooh, yeah, front so thighs. Yeah. Ew, so it's really it's a pretty brutal, yucky, pretty brutal injury. Um, and you like can't walk obviously when you're yeah. you had to be carried out. Oh um, no. And it was it's it's a really devastating. Uh, injury. I oh, mean, hopefully, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. So he's probably going to be out for about a year. Uh, but we'll oh, see. No. Yeah. So, uh, but so that was a bummer to start on. Um, but you know, yeah, thoughts and prayers. Do you think that was that because you think he just overextended himself, or was something about that move? Uh, done I don't wrongly? know. I mean, I really don't know. Triple H did the when it happened to Triple H. It was like very. I, th- he didn't do anything differently than he would have normally done like he truly was just like running to break up a pin or hit somebody in a match mm-hmm. and you could see he just like went like he did a stride and then he just like went his leg just kind of oh, went yeah. and he so I, he, he did actually thing. he did actually do like kind of finish the match when it happened but then there was another period like five years later where he did it or six years later where he did it again the thing with triple h though is that it was rumored that it was due to like steroid use because it oh. would like his muscles were growing without like the ligaments and the tendons oh, and stuff growing with it because I think that's the thing that can happen if you uh-huh. use like if you're because you're, you're growing your it's muscles like faster than they can keep yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so that was a thing but that's also hearsay I can't say that for sure it's allegedly, I don't know that allegedly I don't know that that's what could have happened to Boogs because they do regularly drug test people now mm-hmm. so you can't really like you like. I don't think he could even have gotten away with that, you know? So yeah. I think it's just well, it a freak like injury was, that can happen. He was doing a pretty intense move. Yeah. Squatting two dudes like that. They're, yeah. And the Usos are not small. You yeah. Know? They're, they're not like humongous, but they're they're large. They're large men. I could see that because if you think of a squat and you think of your front thighs in a squat, they're they're pulling quite hard on yeah. your knees. Any so. of, the, of the few times that I have done squats, they hurt. Yeah, they hurt. Um, yeah. When I'm just bench pressing or bench pressing jesus christ when i'm just yeah. uh, <laughs> when i'm just squatting even just the bar it's uh yeah dude when you bench it's like oh man you were squat a bench dude you're <laughs> you know when you're benching a squat and uh your and quads your, and give your, out your hammies and your quads you know how your arm your arm crazy? quads are like yeah man you no know, boy you, i am ripped and jacked yeah i'm swole you. in my quads i'm swole in my quads and my i am bench. i can't wait to uh get on the treadmill and bust and out some some, some some deadlift uh <laughs> curls uh Okay. Oh, you used all your words. Yeah, I got everything. Uh, I got every every exercise I know. Um, anyway, so that sucked. Uh, yeah. So get better, get get better, boogs. Uh, so but then it got better. because uh, we got um Drew McIntyre and his kind of sad little match against Happy Corbin because he was um Drew was like the big Drew and his sad Drew. little match. Well, he was like. You know, he's been like main eventing shows. Yeah, and, and he was play. last year. He was one of the main events at WrestleMania, wasn't he? Yeah, he challenged Bobby Lashley for yeah. the WWE title. And the year before that, he closed out the second night of WrestleMania in front of nobody, but uh, against Brock Lesnar to win his first yeah, world title, that's which what was I cool. Uh, but it was still a fun. It just it kind of sucked that he was like clearly had a let like a lower card match. But you know, mm-hmm. you can't main event all the time, and he still was featured. It was a singles match. They got a, they got a bunch of time. Well, not a bunch of time, but they had a they had a fun match, and yeah. the audience is very excited for it. Um, and it was fun. And then afterwards, 
Happy Corbin has his sidekick, Madcap Moss, who then was going to attack Drew McIntyre afterwards. And Drew McIntyre has his like big sword, his claymore mm-hmm. uh, that he uses for his entrance. And he was like celebrating with it. And then so Madcap Moss is going to attack him. And so he pointed the sword at him. And then he like swatted the sword at the ropes and it broke all the ropes. And it was cool. Whoa. He yeah. broke all the ropes. Yeah. And then they had to do. They the rest of the ropes. show with no ropes? There was a berserk Scottish man with a giant sword running around. That seems like something they shouldn't allow in the arena. Don't they yeah. have security? Doesn't that seem like the Athletic Commission might have an issue yeah, with that? Yeah, I mean, people shouldn't be allowed to bring like sharp objects into the ring. Dude, you ever squat a sword? Uh, <laughs> you ever squat the ropes? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then that happened, and then they had... Uh, Rey Mysterio and his son Dominic Mysterio and it's funny that they act like Mysterio is their last name uh, versus the Miz and Logan Paul famous YouTuber Logan oh, Paul Logan yes. Paul who had apparently the most expensive Pokemon card ever sold in a case around his neck during this match yeah well he came out with it he didn't I don't think he wore it while he was wrestling but he, he had it um, and it's funny because last year, Miz and... What Pokemon was it? I, d- I don't even remember which one what? it was. I'm sorry. I didn't do a show don't. prep for it. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll find out. I just can't believe you wouldn't remember. I don't think they said. I was trying... It looked like a trainer card. Anyway, um, but it looked like a hologram. Uh, but it was... Last year, the Miz and John Morrison lost to Damian Priest and Bad Bunny in a tag team match. So mm-hmm. it actually makes perfect strategic sense that last year, Miz lost... To a wrestler with a celebrity tag team partner. So he's like, yeah. you know what? This year, I'm going to have a celebrity tag team partner. Yeah. And it worked because they won. Whoa. It's yeah. almost like he figured it out. Figured it out. And uh, Logan Paul actually did a very good job. He really, he was a great heel. He wrestled very well. He did Eddie Guerrero's taunts to Eddie Guerrero's like best friend, Rey Mysterio, and Eddie Guerrero's dead. Uh, mm. And it was like people were very pissed at him. Whoa. Was, yeah. yeah. That's really crappy. Yeah. yeah. And he, well, I mean, I know he's plan. a heel. That's yeah. like what he's supposed but to do. But he, um, and then the only thing that kind of was weird about it is that Miz like turned on him after the match, which made no sense because they won. I don't know why he would. Have well, he doesn't on. want to be a heel. I guess so. Uh, he's got to. He's got to save his and then, face. Then Logan Paul kind of no sold the finisher after a while, which is a little um, funny. But anyway, but that happened and that was fun. And then we get to the the big the big big matches. Um, but it was nice that these matches kind of built well, other mm-hmm. than somebody having a horrific injury, but, um, but it built well. And then we had the first big match, which was Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's title against Bianca Belair. <gasps> so this was a big long time coming because Bianca famously yeah. got screwed over at SummerSlam. Yeah, the screw job, the SummerSlam screw job. Yeah. And this was everything we could have hoped for. This was like a five star. Did Bianca win? She did win. Yay! It was one of my favorite matches I've seen in a while it was I would say the match of the weekend or the match of the Wrestlemania weekend there might have there was a match in Ring of Honor that I think might have topped this one but this was a fantastic match Mm -hmm. Um, and it was everything you could have wanted they really beat the shit out of each other Bianca did actually accidentally get I think Becky accidentally kicked her in the face in one thing like her eye oh no and she had to wrestle like a portion of the match but they they used it uh, and it, it was good and Bianca got her big moment she won two years in a row. She's now she's undefeated at WrestleMania. That's and awesome. I would love for them to do like an Undertaker type streak for her. Uh, so she's won both women's titles at WrestleMania, and it was great. Um, and it was it was so good. I like almost don't have enough to say about it because it was like, yeah, it was just great. You should watch it. If you watch any yeah. match from these two shows, you should watch that one. Um, I'm excited. I'm gonna go watch it after this. Yeah, because I like Bianca and she's I like great. I like Becky too. But yeah. 
That sounds like a fun, fun square up. Yeah, everybody just nailed everything. It was just like a perfect match. Um, and then we had Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, After versus... fresh off his, his wife getting beat down. Yeah, that's true. She lost. Uh, and then he was in the ring for his mystery opponent because he's been his, oh, he was yeah, his mystery, mystery opponent, opponent, which was the rumor was that it was going to be Ooh. Cody Rhodes and it ended up being Cody Rhodes. Uh. So Cody Rhodes is now back in WWE. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 there's two things. There's two things. What? In Home Improvement. There's the Tim Allen... Mm-hmm. Like caveman thing they do with it. Like, yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy the, in the. I I think these are different things, but I have no evidence of this and no way to back this up. In the theme song, there's like a guy going, huh? but it's like different than the Tim Allen. Huh? It goes higher. I know right? what you mean. Yeah. It's so like, it's like, it feels huh? like it's. Right? It like feels it like it's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. It feels like somebody was like trying to interpret his thing. I might it might have been like digitally altered for the Maybe, sake of yeah. the music. But I was I was gonna say it's uh I'm always I feel like I'm always trying to do like Scooby Doo. Yeah. But Ooh. I accidentally then do Tim Tim yeah. Allen. <laughs> 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 like Um I do rut row all the time in my head. Um, but it was, uh, but yeah, it was Cody Rhodes. He came out as the American Nightmare. He had his same music. Wow. Uh, that he's been having outside of WWE, and it really was just like straight out of AEW. Did the crowd go wild? Yeah, people were pretty excited about it. Everybody was, it was, it was a cool moment. Um, I have, I have pretty, I have a lot of thoughts on the Cody Rhodes to WWE thing. We'll save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah, wait. So <laughs> they had a great match. There were a few things that maybe almost got a little messed up, but for the most part, they had a they had a great match. Mm-hmm. It felt like a big moment. Cody Rhodes did win, which is great because it would have been the most WWE thing of all time to have him come in and have him lose. Um, so I'm not like upset that he left AEW. Cause there was a part of me at first where I was like, "You've committed to this thing of like, you left this place that was broken, and you made you wanted to go like do all these other things in wrestling and like make a place that wasn't broken and like." build it um and so you know there's a certain level of like commitment to that and so for to like leave that feels almost like disingenuous at first yeah or like it didn't matter to you or it almost it almost feels like it affects my commitment to something because i'm like oh is this not matter like you yeah. gotta but none of that is true he did do all the things he said he was going to do he did create an alternative which is off and running you know what i mean mm-hmm. like him leaving is not hurting them and he knows that like yeah. they're still around they're honestly maybe even almost better off without him which is not to say that he wasn't a great part of that but like they're like i don't know they don't have to like fit him in or whatever anymore so and he can just go do his thing i think he didn't want to be in charge anymore i think he just wanted to wrestle um and he wasn't getting the money that he wanted to get yeah. in AEW, and he just he has a daughter now mm. and he wants to make money for her but you know what john ever since cody rhodes hired you to do his pr you've just been different well here's the thing when you really think about it, he's, he's kind of a hero he's kind of a hero to us all no but i do have i do have some issues with this because okay. i there's a lot of people who don't get their fair 
due in WWE. Don't get the attention that they deserve and don't get the pushes that they deserve. Mm-hmm. And then they leave to go someplace else to get that attention, to get those opportunities and to do more. Mm-hmm. And Cody did that. Cody was one of those guys and he did that. And he went even a step further and he like created a place for other people to do that. Yeah. Um, but then you like, there has been a sense pre-AW especially that like maybe you'll leave WWE, get a lot of due or or you'll get your due someplace in New Japan or Impact or ROH mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you'll either return to WWE or show up in WWE for the first time. And then it's like, oh, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Now they're yeah. getting there. They're due in WWE. This is like fulfilling and they're finally getting the attention. But now that you've created this place that's AEW and like a lot of wrestling has been elevated almost because of it. I'm not sure how I feel about going back to WWE to like feel like I just don't like the idea that we need to that we think about WWE as like the default is being the place where it's like, well, you have like it. The success is more meaningful if you do it there. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like that, and I don't know that's that's what's happening here. I think Cody really just want just wanted the, the no, higher money I, contract. I see what you mean, though. Like the the messaging is that this is the valid place to be. Yeah, this, exactly. This is the goal. The goal is still WWE. Yeah, and it's like it really doesn't have to be anymore. And it's like it was cool, like when AJ Styles finally got his due there. But the thing that is cool about it is that it feels harder because other places like AEW, it's not that it's easier or less competitive. It's just that they will listen more and they're mm-hmm. more coherent and they'll they are better at finding somebody's strengths and like accentuating them and like you know making something successful out of everyone whereas wwe it seems like it's almost more like when you succeed there it's like almost more fulfilling just because it's so much harder because it's such a mess Mm -hmm. and because but it because it's harder then it feels like a bigger deal to do it so i so it's like sort of i have a complex thoughts about it but yeah I, i don't really i don't know that that's what's cody's doing there's a lot of people like Big E who i wanted to like succeed specifically in wwe to prove you know so in a sense like you understand and celebrate cody's decision for for what it means for him as an individual yeah but you don't love what it does and means for the society at large yeah that's a good way to put it like macro approve no Micro. Ma- micro approve, macro disapprove. Macro question? Macro question? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but it's, it would be meaningful to me to see Cody Rhodes win like the WWE championship because I do yeah. think that's something that he should have and could have done and hopefully will do now. Um, but like it wouldn't have been less meaningful for him to be the AEW world champion, but there's guys, but but I still have a desire to see him conquer that and do it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't like that. I feel like he needs to, you know, Yeah. but, but I, there's people in AEW. Like, I don't think hangman Adam page ever needs to go to WWE to feel like he feels like a world champion to me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need him. He's successful. He's great. I don't need him to go to WWE to feel valid. Yeah. You know, but Cody Rhodes feels like he personally has unfinished business there. And I I did worry at first about him being misused, but I think that Cody probably has some sort of con I think he will be in that like group of like five or six people that will be used well all the time mm. and will be fine, but I would strongly caution other people in AEW from just like following suit because Cody's being used well cuz he's a different story. 
and like they're it's the first one and so they're gonna want to make it look like oh yeah come here come on come on back you know and it's like you know but their match was good yeah but their match was good it was very good their match is very very good and uh it was a great moment and it was cool and it was very promising um and so i'm I'm happy for him uh but moving on because i want to get to these other matches and there's a lot of them charlotte flair versus ronda rousey was good i don't know if it lived up to my full expectations for it but it, w- it was good charlotte won through some some, some cheating oh some sort of like referee how did she do that well there was like a referee the ref got hit and then there was <gasps> a distraction and i forget what she kind of did but she there was a distraction she like attacked ronda when she wasn't looking and she kind of got like a cheap win uh-oh. So, but it was uh, so that'll probably continue. And they didn't main event because Stone Cold Steve Austin made his return. I was trying to do a glass breaking noise. <laughs> we gotta work on. That's better than yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, because there's a high pitch sound to it. It's not just a. It's like a. Yeah, I guess there is a. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to spend 20 minutes on that. But, the, but Kevin Owens uh, hosted the KO show with Steve Austin as his guest in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was obviously, it was very popular. And then he challenged him to a match. Mm-hmm. And they had a no holds barred match. I mean, there's no, there's, there's no rules. And so they just like, they brawled around and they fought and it was fun. And it was, uh, Austin did some pretty physical stuff. It reminded me a lot of like Sting's current matches because they're mm-hmm. only a couple of years apart in age where he took like a bump on the floor and stuff and it was like he wrestled the match and he did way more than you it wasn't like the greatest match of all time but it was a full match and it was i mean for considering his age and how he hasn't wrestled in a long time it was it was I, good and fun and kevin owens was clearly having a blast and selling so hard for steve austin because kevin owens is like a big uh-huh. like wwf wwe fan so yeah. i'm sure he like loved steve austin and also, Kevin Owens looks like he's in great shape. By the way, he's, he's I think he's lost. I a saw lot. some yeah. clips, and I gotta say, I really loved Stone Cold because it reminded me of like, of like somebody's really angry dad showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got those knee braces on, and he's yeah. like walking real fast and hard mm-hmm. towards the ring with a beer, and he's yeah. like, "What are you kids doing?" Like, you know, it sounds. It's like, uh oh, dad's here to make us get off the shed. Mm-hmm. Is what it f- felt like. I mean, that is kind of his energy now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Steve Austin also looks in great shape. He's like closing in on 60 and he's, he looked great. Um, so that was fun. It he's was got robot it, knees. He does have robot knees. It, there was a great line where Kevin Owens was like, you know, your knees are shot. Your, your back is shot. Your neck is shot. But other than that, you're pretty much fine. <laughs> um, so you should be able to, to go here. But they, they had a great, they, it was very fun. It was a very fun segment. It was, yeah. I was really happy that it was a match because I was afraid they were going to like not call it a match because I wasn't sure if Steve Austin like didn't, you know what I mean? There's like yeah, a lot yeah. of pressure on that. But they did it. They did it for the audience and they did it for like, they, there was a lot of stringing the audience along, which is what you, really what wrestling is ultimately. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that was great. Ultimately what wrestling is stringing the audience along. yeah i mean you're just controlling audience reactions really um just moving on to the night two so we can get through this i almost want to do like a part two but well we're at an hour i'm happy with doing night two now but if you need to go because i know you have a studio ghibli movie to get to i do but john's going to see princess mononoke uh, yeah um unless it's sold out and i'm not aware Uh-oh. of it i don't think so though um not. well let's just do this real quick um 
because if I wait, then it's going to be like a week later. And yeah, that's through. gross. Mm. Yeah. So, all right. So, they had the uh, night two. We also opened with a tag team championship match in which no one tore their quad or got hurt. Uh, so, it was for the Raw tag team titles. It was RK Bro, Randy Orton, and Matt Riddle defending against the Street Profits and Alpha Academy. Uh, and it was a fun match. It was a really good, fun opener. Um, I was cool. kind of hoping for Alpha Academy to win because they only had the titles for a short time and they're very fun. Uh, Street Profits are great, but I think they need to break up so Montez Ford can have a singles career. Uh, but, you know, whatever, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle have been fun. So uh, so that's good. Uh, Who won that one? Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. Oh, good for them. That's nice. Um, then they did bring out Gable Steveson. And he got in the ring, and they had like a drink with him. And then um, wait, who's Gable? Steveson? He's the Olympic wrestler who he's like a gold medalist, and they signed him to a thing. Oh, um, and he was. I hope there. they're going to change his name. That's a silly name. Yeah, you've made fun of his name before, and oh, that's yeah. that tracks. It's a silly name. It I is. stand by my earlier comments. Um, and it's funny because he got into a little thing with Chad Gable, the Gables. Oh, Chad boy. Gable does a thing now, I guess, where he tells you to shoosh. When he's talking. That's pretty funny. Yeah, he was like, when I'm in the ring, you will shoosh. He says it like that. It's very funny. That's Chad Gable is also like an Olympic level wrestler. Um, that's Like funny. that's what he did before WWE. Um, then we have Bobby Lashley versus Omos. So this is Lashley's like big return after getting Omos. hurt. Omos. Omos. And so Omos is a, like a giant man. He's like seven feet tall. Wow. But they had a, they had a simple match and it was fun. And Lashley, I think it was the first time I've ever seen somebody spear somebody in the back. So, you know, usually when you spear somebody, you like hit them in the stomach. Sure, yeah. You hit them in the back. I, oh. yeah, when you, spear, you know, when you spear somebody like uh, in an improv or whatever. Yeah, when I like when you're at work running and you around spear someone. Yeah. Punching people in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but Lashley but won. This was punching him in the kidneys. Yeah. Uh, Lashley won and it was fun. Uh, then we had. Ooh, you're yelling. Sorry. Then we That's had. Okay. <laughs> Possibly the greatest professional wrestling match of all time. Got to be my, probably my match of the year so far. Which one? The legendary. Absolutely Hall of Fame worthy. Anything goes match <gasps> between Sami Zayn and probably soon to be WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Knoxville. Oh, yes. I yes. mean, one of the most. This was one of the matches I was absolutely looking forward to. And I was like, Sami Zayn, that's a huge spot for like a big slipper. They did. This was a match. Like I could have seen like AEW or somebody doing this. Like this is a mm-hmm. match where they were like, okay, so we're gonna have the guy from Jackass do a match, right? Yeah. So we should just lean into that. I'm and amazed this has never happened before. I can't believe they've had Jackass. The last time they had Jackass people before this on was in like 2007 or something, and it was a mess because Steve O was like, I think he was like fucked up. Oh. And he like started. There was this guy Umaga who has since passed away, and oh. he was like a wrestler, wrestler type guy. Uh-huh. And he, Steve O, was like kind of no selling what he did to him. Oh, so he just like legit beat the shit out of him. Oh, <laughs> like no. it was not good. Um, yeah. and so it's been a while. Yeah, uh, but this was great because they had like a bunch of jackass characters show up. Yeah, I mean, Jackass is like, you know, it's over 20 years old now, mm-hmm. and they're pros. Yeah. They're pros and at this now. They had props and stuff. 
they had a giant slap hand. They had a, a kick in the balls machine. They the end came with a mouse trap, a giant mouse trap, which Sami Zayn was trapped under and then couldn't get out of. And that's how Johnny Knoxville pinned him, which is also a great justification as to why a wrestler would lose to a not not a guy's not a wrestler because he had gadgets. This is how Batman beats people. <laughs> I have to share that this is the one wrestling match I have watched in its entirety before we taped this podcast, and I agree. I mean. Obviously, I don't have the um, experience you have, but I agree. I think it was probably one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. It was because it told a story. It did, and it it like the the mouse traps on the table underneath. Great foreshadowing to the giant mouse trap that was, would be the yes. finale. <laughs> it was well structured, and if you watched the Wee Man coming out, oh, Wee Man, man coming out really like great. lighten him up too. Wee Man oh. can win it, and then he body slammed him a la Hulk well, yeah, Hogan under the giant. Wee Man comes out, and you kind of get nervous at first because you're like, oh no, I hope they like respect him because yeah, yeah. wrestling and little people don't have the yes. best history. No, but they like really, you know. It was great. It no, was all positive vibes. No, it was great. It was and it's also, it's also because Wee Man is like, a, other than them calling him Wee Man, but it's a, the thing that he I that mean, he there, chose, we could but, unpack that for yeah, days. But, but he is like a beloved character or whatever from Jackass. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's not just like, because a lot of times when little people are like on wrestling, it's like as a joke, yeah. as you said. But this is like, oh, no, it's this is a celebrity like he guy. He really competed you know? and like... And like, so, and I loved that when he got kicked in the face, the crowd booed. Oh yeah, yeah. Sami Zayn, they were the he, crowd turned so hard on Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is such a phenomenal heel; it's insane. He's actually one of the best. I've almost never seen somebody be such an amazing babyface and heel because when he was in NXT, he got mm-hmm. a huge reaction out of. He could have like used the belt to hit the champion. Like there was a ch- the main NXT championship that he like couldn't win. Mm-hmm. He had a chance to like cheat while the referee was down and use the belt, and then he almost did it. And the crowd who loved him so much, who you think would just be like, "Yeah, do it," so you win. They were chanting, "No, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't like, don't sink to that level." And then he uh-huh. he just screamed, "No, fuck that!" And he threw it away, and everybody cheered as though he'd already won the match. Wow! And then now he's kicking Wee Man in the face, and he kicked the shit out of him in the face. Too. I <laughs> know, really... and the crowd was yeah. furious with him yeah. about it. Which he was. was... But I like that oh, he was God. like because he is a wrestler, and in the story is like he's the professional wrestler, so he is able to field all this bullshit. Yeah, but it takes like, but they had so much of it. They, they just, had so somebody. And, uh, somebody I was talking to compared him to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, that, is Johnny Knoxville Bugs Bunny? Yeah, he was. Sam Zayn was definitely Elmer Fudd. He had a gun, yeah. but it wasn't enough. No, it know? was not enough, and, and it was it was beautifully done it was beautifully it. done and like the, if you watch the video package beforehand he did like they had a story a great story like even before that and Sami Zayn had a Sami Zayn forever like jackass logo mm-hmm. it was just i wonderful. also have to say i thought that that match in particular when i said in the beginning of this podcast that i thought this was a great end to the week of slap discourse i thought i was specifically thinking of that match with the giant yep. hand slap um they frame i was it like out. i was like that is the only slap joke i needed yep and it's done now. Out of frame, he runs, and then somebody hits him with a giant hand. <laughs> giant hand. It was incredible. Somebody on Twitter made a joke that may be problematic. I don't know. But the joke was uh, Mark Henry and May West's son turned heel. May, and oh, just, May Young. Oh, May Young. So yeah. Mae oh, it's her, oh because it's the, the hand. Yeah, I Googled it because I was like, wait, is this a super problematic no, it's joke? But it's not. just because their baby was a hand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that's a very funny. Yeah, uh, I, I laughed. But yeah, that was it but, was incredible. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I think, were like some of the MVPs of 
Yeah, that giant, the they giant mouse trap killed. was the giant mouse trap was just um an amazing, and the fact that he was stuck in it even yes, as Knoxville's incre- leaving oh, the oh, yeah, <laughs> even sure. as Knoxville's like leaving. Yeah, at even the as end, he still can't get like, out. Beautiful, still stuck. Um. Very quick Sasha Banks watch. Oh boy. Sasha Banks and Naomi won the WWE women's tag team titles at WrestleMania. And it was apparently Sasha Banks' first WrestleMania win, which I didn't even realize. Uh yeah, she was crying. She was crying, and I didn't even realize it until it happened because I was like, and I went through like all of her old WrestleMania matches because I am insane and can do that. And uh, she has not. She's been in very. She's been in a lot of big matches, but has not won. Yeah, she was um, pretty emotional. I yeah. saw. I saw a clip of her after. Yeah, and I also did watch. And she got to win like with a friend of hers too. Like, yeah. You know, so actually, right before we started recording, I watched it. The, yeah. This ma- this particular match. Well, parts of it because it was very long. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's kind of. It's a little bit longer, but, but yeah, it's um. I I did enjoy. Sasha looked great in it. I thought. Oh yeah, she killed it. She's great. She's, I, mean, I mean, she's, she's like so best. athletic. She's so. She's one of the best. You, graceful. I gotta show you some of her NXT stuff too because she is like was a force. But yeah, she she's great, and Naomi is also great. So it's also a great moment for Naomi, who almost never gets the oh, amount yeah. of Naomi do that took some beatings though. Yeah, she had a rough one. Naomi has been. It's a lot of overdue like sh- you know like uh spotlight for her mm. um i still want her to join the bloodline because she's married to jimmy Uso. the bloodline is a little bit this like mafia type family thing and it's like she should be part of that because also then she could like run the women's division uh-huh. with them yeah uh and it just and she is part of their family so i just don't understand and i also like she's almost never been a heel um so at some point yeah. i would love to so maybe she can turn on sasha banks and and join the bloodline maybe uh, i'm so excited for sasha though that's yeah. great no it was great real quick edge versus aj styles this is a very good match uh edge is now evil and um has damian priest is his like who's like a big goth kind of guy he's like in his stable now he, mm-hmm. he beat aj styles I highly recommend that match um sheamus and Re- new day came out they got bumped from night one because they ran long mm. so new day came out and Biggie, they were they're both dressed like Biggie, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. to like you know tribute their friend. Yeah. Um, and then they lost in under two minutes to the Aww. guy that hurt their friend. Oh no! Um, and this is also the match where Butch, the formerly known as Pete Dunn, was running around as like Scrappy Doo, which. In a vacuum, if you watch it, you probably will be like, that's kind of funny that that guy's like running around doing yeah, this and they yeah. have to pull him away. But it's like, I know what Pete Dunn was before that. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. But uh, he's trying. He's committing. Yeah. You know, he's doing all he can do. Um, then they had Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, which went into Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory was actually which went pretty into fun. Stone Cold Steve Austin and the worst stunner in history, <laughs> which is incredible because it's Vince McMahon. But. Uh, just this the Pat McAfee Austin Theory match was pretty fun, and Pat McAfee is is he is clearly a wrestling fan. He does a good job with it. It was mm-hmm. it was a fun thing. But then the Vince thing was so weird and bizarre. The only thing that really was fun about it was Steve Austin coming out trying to give him a stunner. Vince fucking it up so bad that Austin completely broke, mm-hmm. like Jimmy Fallon on SNL style broke, and mm-hmm. was just laughing and saying "motherfucker" while you. <laughs> uh, and it was it was very fun. It was just cool to see Steve Austin get uh, like to have him be back for these two nights and like really yeah like he got to he was really enjoying himself and it was nice. Um, and then the main event was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, the culmination of this never-ending goddamn feud. Uh, 
that is now hopefully over with a, honestly a pretty disappointing match, even though I had very low expectations for it. Again, Roman Reigns was having like the best matches of his career, and then it's been kind of sidelined by the he had like one good match with Brock Lesnar, and then it's just like never ending feud. And now they had there's some speculation that maybe they got hurt in the match and kind of had to end it. Also, remember before when I said there was mm. the first spear I'd ever seen where somebody you yeah. speared the back. They also did that in this match on the same night. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, but um, I thought I saw Sasha get speared in the back. Maybe, maybe this was a night of reverse spears. I thought I saw somebody get speared in the back during that match with Sasha. Maybe. It could have just Um, been like a takedown or something too. I don't know. But this was, because Lashley and and Roman Reigns both do like the spear. Actually, three guys on this show, Bobby Lashley, Edge, and Roman Reigns all use the spears like a finisher. But, you know, it wasn't like the worst match of all time, but it just was like, it just seemed like Brock Lesnar didn't want to do it, kind of. I I don't know. It just seemed like it was whatever. I mean, compared to what came before it. It was, it was, but because like what came it just before didn't have it like kind of the heart, good. you know, yeah. like like well, Brock Lesnar has like short matches sometimes, but they're like intense, and this one just yeah. kind of seemed like we were just kind of going through it. I don't know. Yeah, well, and I, I'm sure it's also just like I mean, compared to like I just watched Sammy and and you know Knox or Zayn mm-hmm. and Knoxville, and then Sasha Banks. Even just seeing the clips of those, I think those would be hard acts to follow anyway. They and would be, but I if feel, this is at all not their favorite thing to be doing it would even be seem more glaring yeah. i don't know like i mean roman is great i just don't i just that's why i'm just like it's fine it's over think it he wasn't got the acknowledgement he seeks i hope so i certainly did for me but he's got so he's roman reigns has both world titles now remains to be seen if they're actually unified and they're going to get rid of one of them because they're going to still have two shows i think mm-hmm. like two rosters some would say that it's better to have the one world title. I mm-hmm. think that if they're going to continue to have split rosters, it pres- it's better to have the two so you have more opportunities because otherwise it's just like one. Because I like Roman Reigns having this long title reign, but if he's going to have it for two years, that means for two years nobody else can be world champion. I don't know. I think but, he and Seth Rollins should have a feud because they look just alike. They did have a feud recently. Yeah, and I it was they, I think I fun, that. but they had a weird finish to their match. But I think the rumor, rumor mill is that Cody Rhodes is going to get the shot. Which Against Roman Reigns, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, so Roman's got both titles. We'll see what happens. Um, and I mean, that's WrestleMania. Those are my main thoughts. Real quick before we go, Zack Saber Jr. won the New Japan Cup, which was a great tournament, and I'm very happy. Zack Saber Jr. is one of my favorite wrestlers anywhere, and he gets an IWGP World Heavyweight Title shot against Okada at Hyper Battle, which oh. is next Saturday. Oh boy! Um, okay. It's on. Well, I'll let him know yeah, all this. It's on Saturday, April 9th, So watch right. that. There's a bunch of other great matches on it too, and I think you should watch the whole thing because New Japan is great, and it's uh, going to be a really good show. Um, That's cool. And I would talk about it more, but we don't have any time. We don't. Okay. Well, well I guess we. Well, I mean, I guess we have um, some time. Desperado is also defending the junior heavyweight title against Show, which is going to be really fun. Desperado is also one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I don't want to run through this whole card now because I feel like I'm just gonna like talk too much about it. But you should watch Hyper Battle. Yeah, and you're talking so fast, I can't get in any any funny quips. Oh yeah, get some quips. So <laughs> get some. Quips. Do some quips now. Do some quips. Hurry. Hurry. Um. Ooh, my computer's well, gonna die. Yeah, um, I was wondering why you didn't have it plugged in. Anyway, all right. Well, so you're not gonna go through this. So should we wrap it up? Well, I guess. I mean, we've already said we're gonna wrap it up. So yeah, we're gonna wrap, wrap it up. up. Um. I'll talk about it next Yeah, next we can podcast. talk about it next week. But you should watch it. Um, okay, why are you hitting me right I'm now? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, 
Love makes you do crazy things. <laughs> I'm out here protecting people, you know, and I just, um, but, uh, do you actually have a no. thing to say or are you just like, so, you know, uh, like, you know, like when you're right benching now? a squat, you were and, like uh, talking so fast and now you're like, huh? So do you have any final thoughts is what I was trying to get to. I just oh, couldn't okay. remember. Cause I was like, yeah. 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 Bank squats, yeah. All right. yeah. Okay. Any final all right. thoughts? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. God. Sorry. You huh. can take your time. I just wanted Good to say Lord. it fast so I could, cause I couldn't get yeah, my thoughts Yeah. I out. mean, I, I Take don't have any final thoughts. I shared all my thoughts. I loved Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, I think they should wrestle every year. But then I think no, because I think it was special just as this one yeah. thing. It was also special because WWE did it. You know, that's the, That's my final wrap up of WrestleMania yeah. is that these are my final thoughts. Okay, good. I'm glad <laughs> we, you could butt in yeah, and take more it's, time. WWE has a lot of very talented people. And we often forget that they can do a a really great show yeah because if you if they just let people do a good show yeah. and it's just i i have no vendetta against wwe i want them to also be good well and also again not to take away from wwe but i do think there's something to be said for the fact that those jackass guys have been doing this for 20 years and yeah now they're at a level of just professionalism and yeah. being able to execute ideas that they probably weren't at um earlier very true time. all right um well that's it for this week Like and subscribe, everybody. Like and subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.